This is the podcast for busy professionals just like you who want less stress and more success. I'm your host, Therese Reichenberg, and I'll be sharing a unique blend of productivity, mindset, and innovation strategies to help you get results faster, but with a lot more fun. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Less Stress and More Success. I've had a seriously productive week. Apart from my usual coaching clients, I've submitted an article for Authority Magazine and Thrive Global. I've launched this weekly podcast on my social channels and my email list. I've even upped the intensity of my exercise program this week. I've been working really hard on these muscles and they're in a little bit of pain today. (laughs) And I'm also currently going through an intense life coaching certification program and just completed the exam. I got 97%. And um, yeah, so this is just a bit of a quick celebration because even with all of these things going on, I only work five to six hours a week, a day, and I'm calm and I'm relaxed and I'm just loving every moment. But it wasn't always this way. So a couple of years ago, I was a complete mess absolute mess. I was trying to manage it all. I had a young baby. I was trying to lose my pregnancy weight. I was trying to finish my MBA at the same time. I was a hot mess. (laughs) And on top of all of that, I was also suffering from postpartum depression. And I think it was just this ongoing cycle of feeling overwhelmed all the time and feeling, um, you know, just completely drained and low energy So I just constantly felt out of control. And I wanted to share this with you because I want you to know that getting through tough times, getting through these feelings of, you know, feeling overwhelmed or feeling out of control with your life, even if it's in some areas of your life, it's possible to move out of that. It's possible to get over that. And it is possible to have calm and enjoyment in your life again. You don't always have to be running around chaotically to be productive, to be creating value in the world, to be successful. You don't have to be that way. It's not necessary. Hustle is not necessary to have the things that you want in your life. And it's why we're going to be focusing on productivity in this episode, because I want everyone to be super productive. I want everyone to have more time with their families. I want everyone to have more time to have more fun and just fully experience the things that you love. More time for creating success without all of the stress. That's what this whole podcast is all about. And yes, that is so possible. You don't need to be working crazy hours to be super productive. Just make sure that I'm correct thing here. Okay. Can you hear me? Can everybody hear me? I hope so. Um, If you're watching, let me know if you can hear me. And sometimes I have some issues with my audio connections. So I think that might be fixed now. There we go. Okay, so what I was mentioning is that uh, we don't need to work crazy hours to be super super productive. 
we can just realize the value of time. I think it's the people who work less, actually, that they are more intentional with their hours and with their focus. They are the most productive people in the world. And it really starts with realizing the true value of time. I read somewhere a long time ago that started me on this journey to get super productive and to learn more about productivity, that time is our most valuable commodity. It's more valuable than money even. We can always make more money, but we can never make more time. Once it's gone, it's gone. And that's just so true. So I treat my time with a lot of care and attention. I spend time to look after my time. It's kind of like spending money to make money or investing in yourself to grow. So I want to suggest that you consider doing the same with your time. Think about your time as your most valuable resource, like your money. How, can, how have you budgeted your time over the past month? How are you investing in yourself to get more from your time? Are you consulting a coach like you would a financial planner to help you manage your time? Are you treating your time with respect and deliberate consideration? Are you saying no to things that aren't meaningful to you? Or are you letting your weeks and months and even years go by without even remembering what you did or what you experienced or what you've achieved? Are you constantly feeling worried or stressed or overwhelmed about your time? Those are some of the things that you can start thinking about. What I'd also like you to consider is that the real meaning and purpose of productivity is not about being busy. I know for a lot of you listening, you're all super busy all of the time. But I want you to, to ask you and I want you to think about how much of that time is actually productive time. And what I mean is how much of that time is used to produce something, to create something, because that's what productivity is all about, producing or creating something. A great exercise to do here is at the end of each day to review your day and see how much of those, that time was spent in meetings, how much was spent on emails and phone calls, how much time was spent on creating value for your clients or the people that you serve, like your family. And with all of those actions, were you producing outcomes? Were you producing results? Were you creating something? Or was it just busy time? Can you even remember what you did? You'll also know that if you're productive as opposed to just busy, you'll know when you're busy with the way that you feel. If you're productive, you're actually quite calm and you feel in control and you feel like you've got things going on. When you're busy all the time, that's when you feel stressed and worried and overwhelmed because you're focusing on too many busy things. And when we're constantly busy and frantic and overwhelmed, it's because we very often overload ourselves with way too many things to do. And very often, those are the things that are on our to-do lists to-do lists that aren't even meaningful or won't allow us to create or produce value in the world. And so this vicious cycle begins because number one, you're not producing the results you want. 
Number two, then you feel like you should be doing more. And then three, you get more overwhelmed because you keep adding more busy work to your to-do list because you think you need to be doing more. And then you are keeping yourself being busy without actually being productive. So how can we start to get better at productivity? Here are my two top habits. No, not my two. My one top habit that everyone should master to get super productive. This is super simple to do. Everybody can do this. But like with everything, it takes practice. And sometimes when you start something new, it is going to feel a little bit awkward, but that's okay. So here is the top simple habits that everyone can master to be super productive. Plan. Yes, plan anything that you want to get done. Plan your week, plan your goals, plan your healthy habits, plan everything that you want in your life. Whatever it is that you want, plan. Plan for it. That's it. That's all that we need to do. Planning sometimes gets a bad rap. And I think it's sometimes seen as being boring or time-consuming. But what I want you to consider is that for every hour you plan, you actually save yourself 10 hours of doing I'm not sure if this is uh, steeped in research, but from my experience, it's made a huge difference to my life. And it's not just about the time that I save myself. It's also about how I feel during the week, how in control I am of my day. So it's a pretty impressive return on your investment. The reason why planning works so well is because our brains are made to be incredible processes of information. We can take in information and make sense of it quickly, even subtle information like body language, you know, very, very subtle, small, intricate things. However, our brain is not made to be a storage device. It has very limited space and it requires lots of energy to retrieve information quickly. So if you're keeping your to-do list and your goals and your habits and your the things you need to buy and the presents that you need to get and what you're going to wear tomorrow and all of those things, if you're keeping that all in your brain, it's not going to be helpful and it will create this feeling of overwhelmed all of the time. And do you maybe suffer sometimes suffer from forgetfulness? Because that's exactly the reason why our brain has a limit to how much it can store in its working memory before it starts to lose files, so to speak. So planning also requires you to make decisions with your prefrontal cortex. This is the part of the brain that's responsible for rational, proactive, and intentional thinking as opposed to reactive and emotional thinking. Your prefrontal cortex is this part of the brain that you need to make brilliant decisions, especially about how you use your time, how you plan your goals, how you make time for your healthy goals or the things that you really want in your life. On the opposite part of our brain, your limbic system in your brain, sometimes referred to as the emotional brain, there goes my printer, can you hear it? (laughs) Making a big noise in the middle of my life. Um, So on the opposite side, your limbic system in the brain is sometimes referred to as the emotional brain or mammalian brain. And it's the part of your brain that responds in the moment to emotions. It's impulsive. And this is the part of our brain that reacts to distractions. 
It's the part of our brain that wants us to give into short-term pleasures instead of focusing on those long-term gains, those long-term goals that we have for our, our lives. So this is the reason for planning. We want to activate our prefrontal cortex when it's calm and deliberate to make decisions about our week ahead. So instead of trying to make decisions on the fly, when only your emotional brain can react during the day, because if you were to ask your brain, your emotional brain, should I work on this really tough project that's a bit boring and a bit ambiguous? Your emotional brain is going to say, no way, let's scroll on social media instead. So you want to be activating, you want to be planning with that rational part of your brain. Okay, so here are the basics on how to start plan planning a week ahead. First things first, schedule one hour in your calendar every week to plan the next week, the following week. I follow this process every Friday afternoon, but you can follow this on, you know, a lot of people do it on a Sunday evening before their week starts or the first thing in the, on the Monday morning, first hour of the Monday morning. Make sure that you know when is the time that you are most likely to get it done. What is that time for you? You might need to do it on a Friday morning, not a Friday afternoon, if you know that Friday afternoons are your chill time. So do this and make sure that this planning is done because this one hour is going to be the most important hour of your whole week. I promise you. Number two, write down everything that you need to get done. Everything. Download your whole brain. Take everything out of the storage capacity and put it onto a piece of paper so that you can have a look at it. All of your reminders, the soccer practices, the birthday gifts, everything that you need to buy. And of course, all of your projects and ideas and to-dos to -do that you need to get done. From there, when you have this piece of paper in front of you, I want you to look at it because sometimes we store these things in our brain and once we, once we can see it visually on a piece of paper, it's so much easier to look at. And then we go, hang on, I really don't need to be doing that. I want you to delete all of the things that are not important, not aligned in line with your goals, especially with goals that you have right now. You don't want to be overloading yourself with too much stuff. So just let those things go, delete them. If these things keep popping back in your brain, you can always add them back into the list, but you can also just choose to let them go. I'll chat about letting things go and how to choose what to let go in an upcoming in an upcoming podcast episode soon. Soon, blah blah blah. My voice today, my um uh, speaking is just ridiculous. Anyway, so the next thing that you want to do is highlight everything that's going to take you five minutes. This is what I do. So I look at this list and I see, okay, which of these things are going to take me five minutes. And then I do those immediately. You can choose to do that or you don't have to do that. But I do those five-minute tasks immediately. And what this does is it actually just, you know, gets me this energy back and motivation. Like, wow, I've got back control of my list. My list is shorter. I've actually ticked a few things off. And it gives your brain a bit of a dopamine boost, a quick reward quickly in that moment with getting some of this stuff out the way. And then your to-do list is a lot more manageable. The next thing I do is I schedule everything that needs to get done on my calendar. I use Google, Google Calendar and starting with the most important tasks at the beginning of the week, I schedule them in. The most important tasks are actually my one-on-one -on -one time with my family, 
my exercise time, my self-care time, all of the things, all of the priorities, my top priorities in my life, those are the things that get scheduled first. Those are the most important things. And then I schedule everything else on my calendar, giving an exact time-blocked allocations of when I will work on that task and exactly for how long. I also then plan when I will check my emails and phone calls. And sometimes I'll plan when I need to take a break, especially if I've got back-to-back coaching or training sessions. And that's it. You put it all in that calendar and you cross everything off of that to-do list and you throw that to-do list away. You don't need it anymore and you don't need to store it in your head anymore either. And that's it. You just then follow the calendar. Your calendar tells you what you should do and when. You just follow it to the T. And you don't need to look at a to-do list and figure out which to-do list is where on multiple notebooks or anything crazy like that. You just follow what's in your calendar. And you don't need to stress about it because it's all there all the time. A lot of my clients also experience unplanned events during the day. So for this, what I would recommend is that you plan for those unplanned events, plan for those exceptions. You may want to allocate one or two hours, just depending on how you work, one or two hours every day to work on those unplanned events, maybe one hour in the morning and one hour in the afternoon. Think, get creative and think about how this could work for you. And if you don't need it, that time that you've allocated, then it's a bonus. And then you get to work on something else and get ahead. So if you think that you're going to need to encourage yourself to start planning and need a bit of, mo- bit of motivation with this, one of the things that I'd like you to consider is creating like a little mini ritual around it, like a one hour mini ritual when you're doing your one hour of planning and Ask yourself, how can you make planning fun? Maybe that means that you put some cool music on and you get yourself a cup of coffee and then you get like a nice piece of paper and a nice pen to write with, whatever it is. But ask yourself, how can you make this planning time fun? Because this is um, uh, this is actually an investment in you, an investment in your time. If you remember that real value of time. And make sure that you remove all the roadblocks for this planning session. Anything that you think might be a distraction, shut it off, switch off email, switch off your phone so that you know you've got this time and it's a a very important set time for you every week. Like I said earlier, it is quite literally the most important hour of your week. And there you have it. The simple habits that anyone can master to get super productive. This is a great starting point and I'll be sharing more tools and strategies in the upcoming episodes. So if you want to get super productive, just do this one thing and I promise you, you'll be able to save so many hours in your week and be feeling so much better about it, more in control, less overwhelmed, more calm and more likely to produce amazing results. Please let me know if you have any questions. I'll read and respond to everyone. Just go to TheresaRackenberg.com forward slash four to comment on this episode's page. And you'll also be able to listen and watch and read the transcript with all of the steps I've mentioned at the link TheresaRackenberg.com forward slash episode forward slash four for the episode. And that's 
T-E-R-E-Z-R-I-J-K-E-N-B-E-R-G. You're gonna, you might have to try that a few times. <laughs> it's a tough one. And if you need more help with success, goals, productivity, and mindset for yourself and your team, then reach out to me via email. That's hello at TheraseReichenberg.com. You can also visit my website to request a free 30-minute mini strategy session to get some really quick ideas that will have an immediate impact for less stress and more success in your business and for your life. I will see you again next week. Bye for now.